I was like, listen, I don't really care. Army ROTC, the scholarship got me in the door. I'm willing to put it aside because I don't enjoy it. And I'm just going to go into what I enjoy with Dream Big & Co, with entrepreneurship, with something that I'm really purpose-driven by instead of just like dragging along uh, with Army ROTC. Because if I was still doing that, I wouldn't put my best foot forward and I would actually be hurting many people because I wouldn't be 100% there. Conversations are the key to unifying the world. So let's hear from the conversationalists and change makers who are breaking echo chambers and using their voices for good. I'm your host, Sophie Barron, and this is the Conversationalist Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here and for being a part of our journey to unify the world. This episode is an amazing one, and before we dive in, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you can get notified whenever we have an episode. I started The Conversationalist so every single person's voice can be heard, and here on our podcast, I chat with Gen Z activists, entrepreneurs, and game changers from the TC community, as well as experts and thought leaders who are at the forefront of social change. I'm here to help break open your echo chamber so you can unify your world. I'm so excited about the community we're building together. So come join us on the Geneva app by texting UNIFY to 877-222-1119 or simply visit our website, theconversationalist.com. Once you join, you'll be able to find new friends, new opportunities, and 24-7 conversation surrounding anything and everything under the sun that matters to you. Let's dive into today's episode. This guest lives by the philosophy, improve yourself to improve others to improve the world. We're talking with none other than Anthony Dapolito III, who as head of content at Truckbucks and the creator of Dream Big & Co is using story and content to help make waves in the world. Anthony has a long history of studying the best through biographies, autobiographies, fictional archetypal stories, movies, and taking notes on the best entrepreneurs and changemakers starting at 14 years old. Anthony shares the secret to bouncing back after experiencing rejection from his dream school and how to transform the world through storytelling. So let's get the conversation started with the dreamer himself, Anthony Dapolito. Anthony, what's up? Welcome to the Conversationalist Podcast. This is such a full circle moment because I think one of the first podcasts I was ever on was yours, where we got to meet in person in New York City, and now you're here, and I'm just so happy we've reached this day. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. I'm in Austin, Texas, but so happy in my heart right now to be on your podcast, and like you said, full circle when you are in mine. So deep conversations is what I live for, so we're going to do that for sure. I can't wait. Let's get the conversation started by breaking the ice. Anthony, I'm going to ask you some fun rapid fire questions and I'm so excited to hear your answers. So number one, starting off strong, Anthony, what is your most controversial take? Mm, I would say that 
hot dogs are sandwiches. I guess I'll, I'll go with that. Funny one, but that's a thought-provoking question right there because that is deep. Ah, oh, that is so deep. Also, fun fact, in order to get accepted into the conversationalist community, you have to fill out an application. And one of the questions is, is a hot dog a sandwich? So <laughs> we know that you, <laughs> you're you getting right in. <laughs> I love it. That is, that's where I stand, but we'll, we'll keep going. But we could talk about that all day long. Next question, similar vein. Anthony, what is a food you can't live without? I would say an apple. Ooh. I love it. I've gotten to the routine of eating an apple every morning. I usually eat like once or twice per day with my diet, but I just can't go without it. It's like I'm living the uh, motto of an apple day keeps the doctor away. Like I just, I love it. The Granny Smith. I love it. Wow. Granny Smith is your go-to. Okay, good. I'm learning so much about you. So healthy. We love it. Next up, Anthony, what is your walk-up song? So I have different playlists on Spotify and there's three in particular where it's called like Deep Trigger and then whatever emotion I want to feel because there's certain songs that flip the switch with me. So I have one right now. I have to update it as I go on in my life, but I have intense joy and vibing and I would do Lose Yourself for Eminem from 8 Mile because I have that in my intense Deep Trigger playlist and it always gets me going. That is such a pump up song. Fun fact, I know all the words. So at some point we've got to do karaoke together or something, but such a good song. Yeah, that was like that was like me when I was younger. I was like the motto by Drake. I knew every single word. Classic. And I would just wrap it in the car on my own. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I'd love to also know for our Break the Ice segment, Anthony, what's a topic that you could talk about for hours on end? I love psychology. I love this thing of like self and personal improvement. I can, if I were to get a stage for 30 minutes, maybe an hour, two hours, I would talk just straight up about that. Uh, and obviously relate it to like my own understanding of it to give good context on the topic itself. But love psychology, love the mind, love brain, love everything that makes us who we are, to be honest. I love that. Anthony. Last question that we ask every single person on the podcast is what does your echo chamber look like, both on social media, in real life, or a mix of both? Who do you surround yourself with? And tell us a little bit more about your echo chamber. Yeah, I was thinking a lot about this because it's a deep question and one that I haven't acknowledged much. But as to my point of I like personal improvement, I would probably say like self-improvement. Since I was 14, I was taking notes on Tony Robbins videos or Jim Ron lectures or like all these people that helped me understand who I was and like what I was kind of doing in the world. Obviously, you can have different religious things factor into that too since I was young, but that would be my echo chamber. Self-improvement so ubiquitous across social media, like everyone's posting about it. And when they do... If you see it a lot, it might seem as though everyone knows what they're talking about, but they're just trying to get as much attention as the, as the average Joe or like the top person within that specific niche with self-improvement. So you got to take some things with a grain of salt, but I try to step away from that and realize that books might not always do the, the trick. Action is a cure-all as always, and stepping away from just looking so close at the magnifying glass 
and seeing all these like detail, detail, detail of how do I improve myself? Sometimes it's just like, relax, you know, don't take life so seriously. Just observe and uh, be patient. That'll do the trick. Super interesting. Thank you for sharing that. And without further ado, let's dive a little bit more into who you are, Anthony. So let's talk. Starting off, I, I want to go all the way back to your high school experience, which was a while ago, but I remember at one point you were thinking about, instead of going to your local school, you actually chose to go to a different school about 40 minutes away because that school had a stronger sports program, right? So I'd love to know what led to that initial decision and what was that experience like for you? Yeah, that was a gradual buildup my two older brothers went to the public school in town and it was walking distance, like took us three minutes to get there. But when I finished up my middle school sports, I was at a point where a lot of people were asking me, am I going to go to the public school? Maybe I should entertain some of these really good private schools in North New Jersey, which is like, if people might not know, know of it, but it's like Don Bosco, Bergen Catholic, St. Joe's, DePaul, when the first person brought it up to me that I should entertain those options, I was like, why not? Because I'm always trying to challenge myself and like push my potential. And I would rather be a smaller fish in a bigger pond than a big fish in a smaller pond, with that being the latter being public school. So I went toward these private schools and I just fell in love and I felt so at home with this one school, St. Joe's. But when it came time to decision making, I narrowed down what I liked and I told my parents my intuition, you know, what I really enjoyed was St. Joe's. And they were like, you do what you want. Like, no matter what the tuition was at the time, how far of a drive it was, they're like, we'll figure it out. And I just have to acknowledge like that sacrifice is like one of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed and been a part of. Because without that, I wouldn't have been put in a position to eventually do so well with sports, which I'll touch on in a second uh, with St. Joe's. But had to drive 40 minutes to school every day, 40 minutes back, sometimes longer due to traffic on the highways. But I knew I wanted to be there because at the end of the day, it would really push me to become a better individual. And that is what my main value is. That's what my main life goal is, just to be the best version of myself possible. And it's very vague and broad, but it's just truly true to me. And it was tough at first. First three years, I just worked so hard didn't play much. I played a little bit for like freshman team, freshman year, but after the fact, I didn't play varsity until my senior year. And during the third year, especially when I was junior, I was held back into playing JV when I thought I should have played varsity, but I just wasn't ready at the time. And it was gut-wrenching. I had friends that I just grew up with for the first three years there at St. Joe's who were transferring because they weren't playing enough in football and basketball. They weren't enjoying the school. And I was like crying to my dad at one point in my backyard one day in my junior year. I was like, I want to leave. I don't want to be here like everyone else. And he was like, no, you got to be a man of your word and stick to what you said you would. So me staying actually built my character, caused me to double down on, on my weaknesses in a way and, and kind of improve those with my skill set with football and basketball. And then senior year, I ended up starting. And football, just long story short, we were state champions, tri-state champions, best in the East Coast, and then top 25 in the nation. And although I wasn't the star in the bunch, I was a pivotal person within the team. And I was allowed to be a part of such an amazing 
push to be like a top team in the history of the school. And then basketball, same as well. We did really good our junior and senior year, but like that ability to stick with something taught me how to really chase a dream. I did well in academics too. I got some awards with that, but on the other side of the persistence was some great rewards with it. So a a lot to come along with it, with my story of going to high school. And I know it's very small. It's like, oh, it's just high school, but like pivotal. Like it taught me a blueprint on how to really do something well, you know? Totally. Yeah. High school was my pivotal moment. So that is no small feat. I feel like what you just shared is such an awesome success story in a way, right? Like this beautiful journey of perseverance and grit and drive and dedication. And I'm so happy that you went through that because I think it taught you so much about the person you are today. Likewise. Yeah. Without it, it would be a very different person. Totally. I have to know though, how did you spend those 40 minute car rides? Like what, what did you learn about yourself during those moments? I love that question. Seriously. Cause no one asked that. And it's, I've actually probably spent, I spent so much time in those car rides, like every single day. I mean, school, what is like two thirds of the year. And then you got to consider I played sports. So I was there all summer too. So like almost all year round, I'm driving back and forth, sometimes with people, sometimes not. But more often than not, I was driving by myself and I would listen to podcasts. I would listen to motivational tapes on YouTube, videos and such to the likes, like I said, of Tony Robbins. And like, I I learned so much from so many different individuals. I would listen to really good music. So that was probably subconsciously like embedding itself in me, especially like hip hop and rap. But sometimes there was silence too. And I really just got to reflect, really just got to be with myself. And maybe part of that was my practice in being more self-aware because I think that's a skill I really have honed well. And if it wasn't for those car rides and eating some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches back from late night practices, then uh, I wouldn't have the awareness I have now. Wow. And what a good skill to harness being self-aware. I feel like that's such an important life skill to learn that only kind of happens upon you. So thank you for sharing. And as we drive along your journey, no pun intended, let's fast forward to college. I'd love to know kind of after this big moment, In high school, where you learned so much about yourself, what was your college admissions process like? I didn't do the best job, although I did a really good job with one thing in particular. Um, And I'll preface this one quote as well, because this kind of theme for my life and these two big decisions is uh, Tim Ferriss, I think, or Oprah or someone said, uh, hard decisions equal an easy life and then easy decisions equal a hard life. So my ability to suffer well or deal with big decisions well is leading me to where I want to go. But nonetheless, I really wanted to go to West Point when I was going through the college admissions process and I wanted to play football. I just loved the discipline of it. I really wanted to serve in the army, but through and through, I didn't get a scholarship to play football. So I had to go the academic route and I had to get like the congressional uh, nomination to go there and so on and so forth. Ended up being super competitive, so I didn't. And it was one of those things, too, was gut-wrenching. Like, I was like, I'm so sad. I'm going here. But I didn't consider all the other alternatives as much. So when it fell flat, I had this school, University of Norwich in Vermont, that wanted to recruit me to play football. And when I visited them, I was like, I just don't want to play football. So maybe not getting to West Point actually helped me long-term with realizing I, I didn't have this passion for sports as much anymore. And then... When both of those fell flat together, 
I actually only got into Drexel University. I applied to dozens of schools, only got into one. It was like my safe school, ended up being my only school. And I say I could have done a better job of it before because of with that, I could have looked in more depth and, and really did a thorough analysis of like where I want to be. But it was like divine timing and actually kind of luck that I was in Philly and Drexel was in Philly. Unbelievable city for what I wanted to do with creative and entrepreneurship and some film stuff. So ended up going there. And only reason I was going to go was if I had a scholarship and Drexel gave me some money, but also I got this Army ROTC scholarship. That was a, a three-year scholarship and it wasn't going to come in until my sophomore year. So without that, I was like, I'm not going to foot the bill with this massive amount of tuition for education. So the ROTC got me through the door. But once I got in the door, I tried so many different things. And I tried ROTC my first year, which my first year was optional. But I then again, when I went through trying all these different soups, I was like, I don't enjoy this. And for the Army ROTC, I would have had to stay in it for about eight years. And I just couldn't see myself doing that. So I was like, listen, I don't really care. Army ROTC, the scholarship got me in the door. I'm willing to put it aside because I don't enjoy it. And I'm just going to go into what I enjoy with Dream Big & Co, with entrepreneurship, with something that I'm really purpose-driven by instead of just like dragging along uh, with Army ROTC. Because if I was still doing that, I wouldn't put my best foot forward and I would actually be hurting many people because I wouldn't be 100% there. Everything aside, I was like, all right, I'll foot the bill on the tuition and stuff kind of started to trickle from there, which we can get into, but it left me in a good place to discover more with Philly and Drexel's a great university. It really is. I mean, I second that nomination. Philly is my favorite city. The food scene is incomparable, but maybe now that you're in Austin, you would debate me. But I'm so happy that things did work out in that way. And a question that comes up all the time in our community, because, you know, we're a Gen Z community, high school, college students, especially right now, is it, you know, it's kind of college application season. How did you handle not getting into your dream school at first? Because that's no easy feat. Like, what did you do in those moments? Like now looking back on it, it seems like you're in such a good place. It's led you to where you are now. But what did you do in that moment? Yeah, there's another quote. They said like, things happen for a reason, which I believe in destiny. But I've been actually adding something to that. It's, it's things happen for a reason because you find a reason for them to happen. And it was only because I accepted the reality of the current situation that I was able to move forward. Obviously, at first, when it happened and I didn't get in, I was like crying. I was like, damn, this sucks. Like, this is my whole life. But after I reflected and I got through that, I was like, All right, I got to accept my, my reality. If not, I'm going to suffer in my own mind. And from there, I was like, all right, what are the steps needed to take to move forward, to put myself in a better position? And that's exactly what I did. I was like, what do I need to do? The admission process with other schools, what do I do with Drexel, like ROTC? I was like, oh, wait, if I can't get a scholarship for West Point, maybe this ROTC scholarship will work. Ended up doing that and uh, found an alternative. When life punches you in the face sometimes, and uh, you, you accept that reality when it comes down to acceptance, because that's a big hurdle you have to overcome. But once you get there, then it's like, how do I position myself well while still keeping my blueprint intact or like my path intact? That was so beautifully said. It's almost like that other saying of like, if a door closes, a window opens. And it seems like you found that path that was right for you. And where you are today is incredible. 
I am so inspired by the work that you're doing with Dream Big & Co. You are such an entrepreneur at heart. You're a self-starter. Anthony, tell us a little bit more about your vision for Dream Big & Co. And I know storytelling is something that is so important for you. So I'd love to know what kind of impact do you hope to make and what legacy you hope to leave? Yeah, so for me, storytelling and narrative is really one of my top values or like top purposes because I find that perspective is so important in life. And like once you have the right kind of perspective or framing, you can go about things correctly. And with narrative, that's why Disney is so beautiful and, and Pixar and all these like everything Disney does and just all these great movies that were influenced by all these great books, they all paint a narrative to help you learn. So it's either through education, entertainment or something else that you do such a thing. The undertone with such a narrative is like storytelling. You know, you have to be able to present yourself well, speak well, write well, whatever, and tell a story well, especially your own, because we're all selling our own story in a good way. For Dream Big & Co., I want to create a beautiful brand and space in which I can share such inspiring stories and also help people understand their own story through these films we make through these narratives we have through this original content because content is just like a massive part of the company content is everything for us because we're media driven i want to use everything we make to then help others understand their own story and, and you can even say like their own purpose when i started at first dream big and co was just a podcast and i was interviewing people to understand myself more but as the years went on i developed my skill set i was able to do video well then i was able to write better so with audio, written, and visual, I want to use those three mediums as ways to just tell a story really well and have inspiring stories where people can understand themselves better and just feel better and hear good news. So that was the main driver. And something I would be remiss if I didn't mention, the idea came for me in a dream where I was like, all right, dream big and co. This is amazing. I woke up one day. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Thank you, Dreamland, for giving me this. But when I was working at my one job at the time, I was writing the logo on a napkin and I just kept sketching. It was like just top of mind all the time. I kept seeing news on the TV. It was just like CNN, Fox, CNN, Fox. And that's all they really played at the job I had. And it was just so negative. It was so bad. And I'm someone who's very positive and very optimistic. So I want to derail that stuff from... TV and mass media and have a place where it can be the opposite, where there's good stories and inspiring stories. That's incredible. I can't believe it came to you in an actual dream. That's the best possible origin story. I'm such a fan of all that you do, Anthony. So thank you for creating such a powerful storytelling platform. We all know what that sound means, Anthony. It is time for another TC hot take. And for those of you who are listening in to our conversation today and you're new to TC, we have a whole section of our community dedicated to hot takes. And what are hot takes, you ask? Typically a controversial thought, opinion, idea, question, similarly to what you brought up earlier with hot dog versus sandwich debate. And we talk about it. So today's hot take is brought to us by one of our community members, Jade Smith. And I think you're gonna love this one, Anthony. Jade's hot take for you is that Jade thinks that the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better 
than the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Where do you stand? That's a tough one. Jade, thank you for giving me uh, a fastball. I tried both, and they're both different in their own ways, but... Oh, don't take the easy way out. Come on. No, I'm not going to get I'm going to give an answer. I'm like trying to literally think through when I like bit into a Chick-fil-A sandwich and then Popeyes. I would say Chick-fil-A and the sauce is incredible. It's so good. So the bun too. I mean, oh my God, it's incredible. So that's what I would go with. I definitely stand with you on that side of the debate. So we'll have to battle it out with Jade in our community, but Now I'm going to be thinking about Chick-fil-A sauce the rest of the day. I feel like I need it on tap in my life, so. (laughs) Yeah. Jade, thank thank you for the question, Jade. Chick-fil-A for me, though. Anthony, thank you so much for sharing your opinion on that definitely spicy hot take. I knew you would love that because you're a fellow foodie like me. But for anyone who's listening in, if you want to be considered for our next hot take, join us in the TC community. We're going to be picking the best hot takes from our hot takes room from week to week. So if you're not a member, join us. All you have to do is click the link in our bio on Instagram at The Conversationalist or head to our website, theconversationalist.com. Anthony, that was awesome. I'd love to know... As we reflect upon your journey and what you've already shared with us today, let's head over to our advice segment. Looking back on where you are now as an entrepreneur, you know, you've just made this big move in your life to move to Texas. You're about to start this new chapter. What advice do you have for other young people out there who are listening in today about really anything you've experienced, whether it be entrepreneurship, whether it be dreaming big, what advice would you share to any young person out there? I'll go with two things. One is going to be a kind of meta theme that I always think about through my journey thus far. And the other one is going to be how to navigate uncertainty or like the unknown very well with big decisions. So the first one is you have to be committed in your decision. So if you want to do one thing, set that aim, set out a plan on what you're going to do but be agile in your approach to getting there. And that's partly influenced from a quote I heard before, but everything's not going to be smooth sailing when you like set up, oh, I'm going to do this. It's going to take this amount of years to happen. This is going to happen at this time. To be honest, business plans in general, if you're in business, they change all the time. The company I'm working with now, we had an identity shift within the past like month prior to me joining. That was pivotal, which might change certain things, but like It's not to say that the change is you doing something wrong. It's just that you have to adjust to the market. You have to adjust to the nature and the way of things are going. So be committed in what you're doing. Have that be like your why, but the how in which you get there, it's going to change. But if the why is strong, the how will be okay. You'll be fine. So that'll be the first one. Just overall, like meta theme for myself, I always think about it's been a staple to keep me grounded in a lot of my journey in different chapters throughout my journey. But this, as you said, this new chapter, I'm in Austin, Texas. I'm joining, as we were talking about Chick-fil-A and Popeyes, I'm joining a food tech startup called Truck Bucks. And in this decision, it's been extremely decisive, but one in which I had to have really tough conversations, really tough conversations. And with that, I'll bring about a learning I had last year in 2020, a time in which I was humbled and many were. And... It's this point of instead of trying to seek being uh, right or wrong, 
seek understanding because there was many people I was trying to assert my, my biases and my opinions on them, but they just weren't budging. And I was like, why is that? And this is in 2020. And I was like talking to someone and they're like, instead of trying to like have sympathy or empathy sometimes, like just respect their kind of mental model and how they're thinking. And once you try to seek understanding about where they're at, then you can move forward into figuring it out. So I bring that learning about because during this time of making big decisions, there's been a lot of people that have shown their true colors and some that take it really good and some that take it really bad. No matter where anyone is on the spectrum, I have to understand where they're coming from and how my change affects their life. Because if I'm to answer to their reaction in a sad or angry or whatever type of way that is not helpful, it's not going to make anything better. So this big decision has really revealed like kind of where my character's at and where others' characters at, but not to judge that in any way, just to accept like, okay, this is where they are. How do I understand and, and kind of work through this when having deep conversations with partners, clients, team members, friends and family, everyone within my circle that like this kind of change is going to ripple out and affect them. So that'd be just committed in your decision, agile in your approach. But the second one, seek understanding more than anything. Such brilliant advice, Anthony. Thank you so much. Now, as we head over to our self-promo segment, we've got to know how can we stay in touch with you? How can we follow your journey, get involved with Truck Bucks and Dream Big & Co and continue to follow all the amazing work you're doing? Social media is big for me. I'm Anthony Dapp, D-A-P, I, I, I. So I'm Anthony Dapp the third. I'm the third Anthony in my family line. So that's all social media. Anthony Dapp the third. Um, same with Dream Big and Co. And then same with Truck Bucks. Just follow us on social. Big on Instagram. Big on Twitter. And if you have any questions, just DM me on whatever platform you like. Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. And I would love to give you value in any way. But uh, that would be my main promo if I were to give one. Not too much, but always, always love the love. So good. Well, I can't wait to keep following your journey. I know this is a big new chapter for you. I want to end our conversation today by giving you some snaps. We're all about snaps here at TC. And you shared so many amazing things in our conversation. Anthony, first of all, you are the king of quotes. I feel like you dropped so much knowledge on us today. So thank you for just being who you are and for sharing more about your journey. I know you and I have spoken many times on Clubhouse about rejection as young founders, and I really appreciated how you shared a little bit more about what it was like for you in those hard moments of not getting into your dream school and being able to pivot and find the path that was right for you. So thank you for your vulnerability. And thank you also for that very important tip about seeking understanding. We're having conversations that are not easy here at TC, and I think that was such a good piece of advice. So thank you so, so much. I can't wait to hopefully come visit you in Austin, share a Chick-fil-A sandwich, and just be friends for years to come. So thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. What an inspiring conversation. Thank you again to Anthony for coming on the show today. Anthony empowers everyone around him to dream big, myself included, so make sure you give him a follow and learn more about his work in the show notes. Today's conversation broke open my echo chamber in listening to Anthony's college admissions journey. 
I've known Anthony for a few years now, and I would have never known that he experienced rejection in his past as such a successful entrepreneur today. But it goes to show how important it is to redirect that rejection and let it pave a new path for where you're truly meant to be. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please subscribe to The Conversationalist Podcast wherever you're listening right now. And if you want to meet incredible people like today's guest, come join us in the Conversationalist community on the Geneva app. We're there 24-7 to talk about anything on your mind that matters to you. Just click the link in the show notes below or click our link in bio on Instagram at The Conversationalist and check out our website, theconversationalist.com. If you want to join right here, right now, just take out your phone and text the word UNIFY to 877-222-1119 and we'll see you there. You may have been wondering what our segments mean and where they come from, like break the ice, hot takes, let's talk, and snaps. So come to our community to find out and see for yourself. I'm Sophie Barron. We'll see you next time on The Conversationalist Podcast, where we amplify and unify together. The Conversationalist Podcast is a production of The Conversationalist, LLC. No part of this program can be reproduced or published without written permission from the producer. The views expressed on this podcast are not the views of The Conversationalist, its partners, team members, or affiliates. Copyright 2021, The Conversationalist.